Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. Hey y'all, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. I've got some real good news to share with y'all. I know I've been getting plenty of DMs about it, been getting questioned and questioned and questioned, so I am finally here to let y'all know we are going to be kicking off our second Riders Round in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee in just a few short weeks. That's all I'm going to share for now. Details going to be coming soon across all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, so be sure to head over there. You can find us anywhere online at Pod. Here to talk about all the details behind his debut single and what's to come next for him. This week, we're chatting with Pennington. Man, what's up? Congratulations, first and foremost, on the big release. I am so proud of you. I'm sure you are still riding the high coming off of release week. How's it been? Yeah, I mean, it's been been really cool, though. I mean... I had a I had a chance this weekend, honestly, to kind of slow down a little bit because we've been just ramping up, gearing up for, you know, the stay in school release. And then Friday when that dropped, it was like, I think I looked at my phone and I'd been on my phone for like 18 hours that day or something. It was something crazy. So I needed yesterday at least to just go watch some football games with uh, my kids playing and just doing like the normal thing, the nor- normal everyday life kind of thing. <laughs> Wasn't it played like on the radio and everything? Yeah. So last night, 94.9, the bull here in Atlanta played it for the first time. And um, they've got a program that they run more so for local Georgia artists and people. I mean, not everybody still lives here, but people that are from Georgia they have like a whole Georgia segment. So I'd reached out a couple of weeks ago to Otis, which is one of their radio personalities up there. And he had turned me over to Angie Ward and I'd sent her the song a couple of weeks ago and heard back from her maybe three days ago. And she said, I'm going to spend it on Sunday. And I was just super excited. It was just, it was kind of surreal. It was so cool just sitting in my living room, having the radio on. Me and my wife were sitting in there, and I was like, hey, babe, it's on. Like, <laughs> you know, hurry up, get in here. But just <laughs> just hearing her, just hearing Angie say that, you know, we've got a brand new song from a new artist, Pennington, Stay in School. It was just so cool to hear that. I feel like judging by by your sound right now, it's probably not even sunk in yet. Everything that is like just went on with the release of this single. No, not really. I mean, it's been <laughs> it's been pretty crazy. I mean, just seeing some things come together, and then uh, you know, so I wrote the song with Andrew Janakis and Walker Hayes, and anybody that's been following me on socials probably already knows that because we've been pretty vocal. Um, about the writers on the song but the the coolest couple of things I guess surrounding the release was just like the support that I got from the two of them and then you know Walker being um, who Walker is to everybody now I mean he's just he's blown up and it's insane how successful he's been over the past year or so and just to see him get behind the song and support the song and we had a live me Walker and Andrew on TikTok that was supposed to be 
15 minutes and we ran an hour on TikTok. And oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was pretty amazing just to have that conversation with the two of them, not only about the song, but just about life in general and just real stuff. So yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind here the past few days, no doubt. <laughs> and that's really cool that they did that, you know, and stayed on there longer with you um, on TikTok live, just because like they are who they are. So that definitely is a big, uh, big testament to their, their character for sure. Oh, hundred percent. And I don't know any artist that would be in Walker's position that would do kind of what he has been doing for stay in school. I mean, him posting a video of him playing it and uh, him, you know, riding his wakeboard behind his boat blast and stay in school. And I think it is, like you said, I mean, it's just a testament to what kind of guy he is and what kind of guy that Andrew is too. And I mean, Andrew, I, I know a lot better and he's somebody that I talk to almost every day. So it almost felt like, Andrew and I had hopped on this live and we were just kind of catching up with Walker in a sense because we hadn't seen him in so long. And uh, so it just it felt like just three friends just like kind of catching up over the Internet. I know, you know, you and Andrew have been friends for quite a while, but how did y'all come about to meet Walker? How did this right get set up for the song? When Andrew had everything going on with Gone Too Soon, um, it was Two, I mean, two years ago from, I think it was Thursday or Friday of when that song released. And I started seeing all of the memories popping up on Instagram and Facebook of posts and stories that I'd done. And, uh, you know, he, that, that was a time for him that he just had exploded. And with that came the publishing companies that wanted to be a part of it the record labels that wanted to be a part of it and in andrew's situation it's almost like you get some freebies with people and they say well you know we we would love to try you out with some of our writers um so he had a lot of publishers that were just plugging him in to these different rights with people in their company and for some reason he would tell them, Hey, I'd love to do that. Right. But I want Pennington to come be on that right with me. And so I would either be running tracks or just top line and stuff with him. And it was so new for him too. And I'd, I'd been in the Nashville circuit for a while that I think it just, you know, it made both of us just feel really comfortable going in there with anybody because we knew each other so well and had written, you know, so much together. And that right with Walker was one of those, uh, rights that were set up for Andrew that he brought me in on and I ran tracks that day and we wrote it over at smack. And that was the first time that I'd ever met Walker. And I was already just, you know, I was such a big fan before then that when he told me that that's who we were writing with that day, I was, uh, I was just super excited. I, I couldn't believe it. Two years ago, you met Walker for the first time and wrote what is now your debut single. Crazy. Right. Yep. It is, it is crazy how that works sometimes and how and how long songs can. And that, that's not even a really long one. But, you know, how long songs can kind of sit before they 
start to develop a voice or a, a life to the public. You know what I mean? Like just knowing that that song has been a song for two years and it's just now getting out in the world. I mean, it just shows you how that process can be sometimes. Definitely. And for those listening, we had Alex on kind of when we first started. <laughs> it's been a been a minute. And we talked about your songwriting, your producing, all that stuff. And now having you back on to introduce you to the world as Pennington, the artist. What kind of happened in those two years to be like, you know what? I it's it's me now. I wanna I wanna get out here. I wanna sing one of these songs I've written. I've always in the back of my mind had, I think, an artist mentality. I mean, I think that when you're in a room writing songs with people, um, if, if you're not, if you don't have an artist in the room, somebody has to sort of play that role um, because that's ultimately how these songs get written and find their voice and everything like that. But I think that really for me, it was just about, building the confidence in myself and my songs and my skills uh, as a writer and as a producer, I, I guess to feel confident enough to release something myself. But then it's also been this thing that I have had a few artists that I've worked with over the past few years, you know, Brandon Davis being one of them, uh, Andrew Janakis being another one of them um, that I've seen their career go from, the start to where they are now and just sort of being involved in that process, I think has allowed me to experiment a lot with different sounds, different types of productions, different, um, you know, finding a different artist's voice in a song and realizing that a lot of the songs that I write, they may not be for me or for my voice that I'm able to, help an artist sort of tap into their voice but going through some of these songs i'm able to say well that one feels like me or that one doesn't even though i was a writer on it like if i try to sing a demo of a song that i wrote with brandon davis it's never going to come out the way that it would if brandon sang that song mm -hmm. and so kind of doing a lot of the things that just sort of felt like the wrong thing to me that would be right and perfect for somebody else i think it's just allowed me to figure out what i think i sound good doing you know and just sort of approaching it from from that perspective and doing you know prep for other writers rounds and having to go back and learn songs that i've written that may be written seven years ago five years ago a year ago three months ago just finding my voice in those songs has um I don't know. It's just all of that sort of together, just being this perfect storm of me saying, yeah, I mean, I think that I want to, I want to do this with me and my voice and things that I think are cool that maybe, you know, Brandon wouldn't want in this song or maybe Andrew wouldn't want in this song or because I do like to kind of get a little outside of the box sometimes with sounds or samples. And um, it's just, it's just honestly been a way for me to continue to stay excited about creating music too. Thinking back to this process, when it comes to the single, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that is kind of starting from the ground up trying to release a song? Try to make sure that the song feels like something that is real 
to you. Find something that's ex- that you're excited about. I think that a lot of people move to town knowing what they want to do, but obviously not knowing how they want to do it or what their voice is, because I think they get told every day, especially if you have a publishing company that will tell you, you know, give you any kind of feedback, you know, you have all of these outside voices sort of telling you what they think a good song is. And, you know, and I think that sometimes they can be right and it may be something that fits you or fits your voice, but if it's something that you really feel like you want to share with the world or that you get excited about, um, I would say, you know, trust, trust that sound and develop that sound. Go, go for that. You know what I mean? I mean, this was the first song that, that I had cut a vocal on that I listened back to. And I said, and I wasn't super critical about it. I wasn't, Oh man, I wish I would have done that different or man, that note is like too high. It's out of my range or, this or that, it just felt like it, it almost felt easy. You know what I mean? It felt like it was something easy for me to do because it felt like me. And so I think that a lot of people and myself included, even though this is my first single, I think that a lot of people take years to find that sound and that thing that's true to them. And for me, it's been something that I've been able to do sort of writing or, or sort of playing a different role as producer or writer and being able to find a voice that felt authentic. But I think that if you are truly, you know, if you're a new artist and you're putting something out that feels authentic to you, then that's probably the first place to start. And then because I, I'm a strong believer in if you're not excited about it or if you don't believe it, then nobody else is going to get excited about it or believe it. And with country music being something that's storytelling and, you know, relatable and honest, I think that if you are going to tell that story for yourself, then you've got to, you've got to be believable. And that's, that's what I look for in a good country song just to start off with is do I believe what this person is telling me? Absolutely. That's a great answer. Um, so I know you, you don't live in Nashville, but I know you're here all the time. <laughs> so how many times do you think that you have been to Whiskey Jam? Um, I've probably been to Whiskey Jam maybe 12 times, uh, 12, 15 times, maybe just to go see different shows. Um, not being from Nashville, though, I'm super, you know, super appreciative that they have that live stream that they put on their Instagram because I've got my bell notifications turned on for that, uh, for that live. And on Monday and Thursdays, when I see that bell notification come through, I may be, you know, I may be sitting out in the studio or I may be laying in bed even, but I'll, I'll tune in and watch that. And I've just been such a fan of what Ward Gunther has been a part of over there and building this culture and this community of people that is just, they show up because they love music and they, they want to hear songs and they want to have a good time listening to, to their friends or artists that they love. I mean, it's just such a great culture at whiskey jam. I think if, if anything is like the best part about that, it's just the culture that has been built around it. That's really cool, though, that you said you've got your notifications turned on, you listen and watch at home. So how did that feel when you got the call that you were going to make your Whiskey Jam debut? 
that was, <laughs> I just, you know, I, I'd met Ward a couple of times before, um, at some different whiskey jams and some of the summer series that they do outside. And I got a chance to talk to him within all the chaos and everything that's going on. I mean, it's one of the, you know, the outside summer series are one of the bigger shows that they do out in the parking lot. And with everything that was going on and me standing side stage over there, Ward walks over there and, and took the time to talk to me for 10 minutes with everything that he had going on. And it just, again, shows you what kind of person he is to be able to spend time with people. And so to answer your question, when I started posting some of these teasers on stay in school, Ward reached out to me and he says, would love to get you at a whiskey jam sometime. I said, well, man, you just, you just let me know when and, uh, and I'll be there. Well, he writes me back maybe two weeks after that and says, well, how does September the 8th sound? And I was like, oh, man, that's a lot sooner than what I thought this was going <laughs> to be because I didn't have I didn't have a band put together. I didn't want to do it acoustic, which I, I love seeing some of the acoustic acts that that come through there, too. My particular goal for whiskey jam wasn't to play it acoustic though i really wanted to go and and have the full band like back in and being able to have the beat that people can dance to and and all of that so i mean when he when he asked me to do that i i didn't feel for one i didn't feel you know ready or prepared uh for two i didn't feel worthy <laughs> because i'm like geez like this is a place that so many great people have played and i've been such a fan of for a long time i mean it really is just a dream place for me to play um especially being from outside of nashville i mean there's there's probably people listening to this podcast that have played 50 whiskey jams you know i mean that that may not even bat an eye at it but for me, Whiskey Jam was a bucket list type thing for me to do as a songwriter and as an artist um, because I am such a fan of it. And I told Ward, I said, well, man, this is this is something, you know, a check off of my bucket list. And maybe I need to get some bigger dreams because this was something that was way up there for me. <laughs> you know? We can probably add playing to the to the outdoor series on that bucket list now. Right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I got bit by the bug pretty hard that night and it was just so amazing the way that all of that was able to come together because those guys that I played with that night, I had just met two of them that were playing with me two hours before we went on. Wow. It just shows you too, though, the, the enormous amount of talent that Nashville has for not only songwriters, an artist, but for the musicians that live there that that do the live gigs that are full-time musicians that do session work and everything. I mean, to be able to send guys, you know, three songs and then they show up and one of the guys was filling in for someone else that had dropped out that had just gotten the songs two hours before we went on. And this guy was just so talented. Um, his name's Joe. He, he came in and was showing some of the other players some of the changes on the songs and i was like this is unreal that you can have someone that's that talented and his answer to me because when i was giving him a compliment he says if i can't learn three songs in two hours i don't need to be doing this job and 
I said, man, you got to learn how to take a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Nashville's crazy, full of some very, very talented people. Music City, baby. I feel like that's how we all are. I I try to compliment people all the time. Like, yeah, it's an all right song. I'm like, no, it's not great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, man, I have had a blast hearing about this new single. But before we wrap it up, I got to know what is next for you. I've got a couple of features coming out here in the next, um, let's call it two months. And I'll I'll go ahead and say this. This will be the first place that anybody hears this. But um, I've got a really good friend of mine, Sam Coon, that I write with a lot. And uh, I believe Sam's been on Back Porch before. The two of us have got some songs that we've been working on together. And I think what we're planning on doing as of now is doing a feature of him on my project and then a feature of me on his project and releasing those two singles the same day as different artists. Heck yeah, that's awesome. That'll be the next thing that comes up, but I've got a ton of new music that I've already started producing and working on for my project. And it's only, it's only going to get better from here. And I mean, and I think that you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the way that Stay in School turned out. And, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever done. But there are some, uh, some new things kind of in the pipeline, too, that will just kind of expound upon uh, that and that sound. Awesome. I can't wait. I have, I've told you before, I'll tell you again, one of the best songwriters I know. So I can't wait to see what else you come out with. Well, I appreciate it. And, you know. I really do. I, I love what you have going on here with Back Porch Sipping. And I love that you take the time to um, have conversations with songwriters and artists about some of the details that people may not know that go into this craft and this crazy thing that we, we call country music. Um, it's just, it's so important to me what you do with being able to chat with everybody and dig some of that story um, out of this. So, I mean, I just appreciate more than, you know, your, uh, support and attention and time. It, it really does. It means the world. Hey. Uh, hold on to 16, slow it on down, taking the streets of your hometown. Don't skip class, try to make them all lace. Touch every locker in the hallway Rolling that blazer till it's an antique Let your dad teach you how to be handy Y'all, if I could tell teenage me One thing, I promise it would be Stay in school, long as you can Ride with your girl, get out with your friends Crack another natty on your tailgate, y'all Trust me, graduation can wait, y'all Don't be the guy that doesn't dance at the prom Don't be too cool to go to church with your mom You gon' wish you hadn't wished it all away, y'all When it hits you, why the grown-ups say, y'all Stay in school Run the reverse till you get it right Stay on the field till they turn out the light Keep on pulling up to parties on Friday Keep on buying beer with your fake ID Leave that song spinning on repeat 
kiss her again back in that backseat and stop looking so forward to 18 looking back wishing they could have made me stay in school long as you can you ride with your girl get high with your friends crack another natty on your tailgate y'all trust me graduation can wait y'all don't be the guy that doesn't dance at the prom don't be too cool to go to church with your mom you gonna wish you hadn't wished it all away y'all when it hits you out of You don't. I thought I did till I wasn't a kid. Hey kid, stay in school long as you can. Ride with your girl, get high with your friends. Crack another natty on your tailgate, y'all. Trust me, graduation can wait, y'all. Don't be the guy that doesn't answer the prom. Don't be too cool to go to church with your mom You gon' wish you hadn't wished it all away, y'all When it hit you out of grown-up, say, y'all Stay in school, stay in school Long as you can Ride with your girl and get high with your friends Stay in school, pay your dues, break the rules Make a move, play it cool, pick up a thing or two And stay in school Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sippin' with Lindsay Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sippin' P.O.D.